What is up? This is Alex and Zach here from the Commencement Podcast. What's up? How we doing? Yeah. Uh, so yesterday we recorded a very special episode with Matt Bergeron and Chris Bleich of the Syracuse football team. And right now, um, before the episode begins, we just want to introduce them and shout out our social media. So our Instagram is at the commencement underscore again, at the commencement underscore. Um, and on there, you know, I've been posting whenever there's a new episode out. Um, I give, you know, little clips from the episodes so you could get a preview. And then also um, we'll be posting some other fun things as well, um, one of which we've already done. And then the Twitter is commencement pod, just at commencement pod, P-O-D. Um, so again, like there we post um, updates and, you know, whenever we post an episode, we'll give you reminders and we have links to Spotify and Apple podcasts that you can just click on from there. Um, yeah. Um, and we also now have a TikTok and a LinkedIn um, or TikTok is at the commencement, just at the commencement. Um, and there we'll be posting some of the trends and stuff that you guys want to see from us. You know, some, you know, not as many like dancing trends, but, you know, we'll, we'll be doing some, you know, best bets and that kind of stuff. You know, on LinkedIn also, um, just search the commencement podcast. It'll be the first thing to come up. Um, you know, there we're going to be posting, you know, some business opportunities, that kind of stuff. You know, the more LinkedIn type of stuff. Um now to intro the people the, the players are going to be on our podcast for this this week. Um, Chris Bleich, he started at co- his college career at the University of Florida, where he was teammates with Kadarius Tony, Kyle Pitts, and Evan McPherson, three pretty great NFL players right now. Um, twenty twenty one was his first year at Syracuse, made seven starts and eight appearances at guard, um, but unfortunately, in illness and injury caused him to miss a few games. But you know, hopefully, he should be strong, ready to go for this year. Um, and you know, make make a difference on the team. Yeah, and Matt Bergeron, um, 2019 was his first year at Syracuse, and he was the first true Syracuse freshman to start a game at tackle since 2002. In 2020, he started all 11 games at offensive tackle, and in 2021, he started all 12 games at offensive tackle. Um, and fun fact, uh, which is an impressive fact, Syracuse averaged four yards per carry off his left tackle spot, which was the highest total in the ACC, according to ESPN advanced stats. And he was named all ACC honorable mention and all ACC academic team this year. And both of these guys really played a big part in making Sean Tucker the single season rushing record, uh, you know, at Syracuse. So pretty, pretty big deal right there. Um, and I think, you know, offensive linemen should get a little more recognition yeah. for that. We'll talk about that a little bit um, in, in the episode. Um, but they they really don't get as much credit for a guy like Sean Tucker, who has ridiculous amount of yards one season. And, you know, they're, the, they're part of the reason why that happens. Yeah. So let's go right into the episode. What is up? Welcome to the commencement. I'm Zach Roth. I'm here with Alex Grossman. What's up? Uh, we have two really special guests on. We've got Chris Bleich and Matt Bergeron, um, both uh, offensive linemen on the uh, Syracuse football team. I'm happy to have them on. Thank you guys so much for coming on today. Thanks for having us. 
Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah. So I say let's just get right into it. Um, I'm really excited to hear these answers from you guys. So first, we just have some general questions that I'm interested to ask. Um, doesn't matter who goes first, but just like tell me in like a minute or two, like what was your journey to becoming an O-lineman for Q's? Just like growing up, how'd you get into football? Stuff like that. I got you. You want me to start? You got right. you. So uh, I started playing football in uh, Quebec, Montreal, Quebec. And uh, my first uh, sport actually was hockey. I played hockey when I was younger and I uh, played basketball. Then I got a little chubby. So uh, <laughs> the football coach was like, yeah, we might need you on uh, mine next year. Then I started playing football and then I got better and better. And then uh, I came down for a camp in Q's, uh, you know, no offers, nothing. Uh, I wasn't being recruited. Then after the camp, that's that's when uh, school started talking to me. And then Syracuse offered me. Then when Syracuse offered, uh, I then I then think about it twice because you know it's right next to home. Uh, my family being uh, able to come down and see the games that was a big factor for me. So yeah, that's all I ended up in Q's. Awesome. For me, it's kind of the same way it happened, but growing up, I never wanted to play football. Kind of got forced into it. I was always a skinny kid, but kind of like Matt. Kind of got fat, so eighth grade year, tried out for freshman year, but I wasn't too good. I kind of got sauced on every play. Ninth grade year, moved to a different school after my freshman year. My first offer actually was Syracuse, but uh, the old that coaching staff got fired and then uh, ended up at Florida and then ended up back here. Awesome. Um, sort of just a follow-up, like, were you always just, like, naturally offensive lineman, or, like, did you try other positions? It's crazy because in uh, 10 year of football, I haven't played another position like uh, tackle. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of a journey, man. I played tackle, guard on both sides, and now <laughs> I'm going to get moved to center. <laughs> but still always, always on the line. offensive line. Yeah. Never athletic enough wow. for anything else. Yeah, so just, you know, tell me about a typical game day from, from start to finish. I'll go first. Typical game day for us, start to finish, we wake up usually around 7 a.m. We'll do breakfast, then we'll have meetings, some film review, last minute, a little walkthrough. We get about two, three hours off our feet, then kind of repeat that with a one last walkthrough. Then we'll watch a highlight video and head on the bus to the stadium. Okay. And then, you know, um, what's it like playing in front of one of the, you know, like they call it the loud house. So what's it, what's, you know, what's it like playing in front of that huge, loud, you know, crazy environment? So my first game ever in Syracuse in the Dome was in 2019 when uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Travis Etienne came. Uh, mm, to wow. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that, was, that was that was a sellout, right? Uh, was it 30,000? Yeah, something like that. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? People all over the place. I was just, first game in the dome, I was just amazed. And, uh, we lost. <laughs> we got our ass whooped. But it, it was a fun time just being in the dome and, and the fans and stuff. And every year is just uh, – a fun time. I'm thinking about the same year in 2019 when uh, we beat Wake Forest uh, in overtime. Uh, that was also a crazy moment with the fans. And so, yeah. And, you know, a little bit along a lighter note, any, you know, food choices or superstitions that you have before games, after games? After games, I always have to get a little Popeyes in me before I go out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so for myself, before the game, I always got to take a shower. 
uh, for whatever reason, like before I get on the bus, uh, go to uh, wherever we play at, I should be like take a shower. All right. Yeah. Um, and I I want to add one thing. I remember like Belinsky said something about like he listens to calming music before games. Right. I, I don't know exactly like what his words were, but <laughs> he sort like he he was telling us that like. He's less about like getting hype before a game and more just like just being true. in the right mindset. Like, like which way would you say you? I, I think I'm probably the same like way. I don't, I'm, I don't listen listen to rock music, or whatever. But I'll listen to some chill music, Drake, a Boogie. Just to I love me, Drake. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Drake fan, and uh, yeah, just to get me like in the right mindset, you know. Oh, I suck myself out. I listen to heavy tech. Now I go into a dark place before a game. Whatever works for you. you There's really no right way to do it. So it's kind of however you feel gets you into that spirit, you know? All right. Um, So let's move on to the next one. So obviously you're both currently playing a cues, but um, you can sort of work in like your current major or whatever. But like, what are your plans for after cues once you graduate? Um, do you have any NFL goals or any professional goals like that? And yeah. Um, after cues, I mean, I feel like everyone that plays football at this level, obviously their aspirations is the NFL, but being realistic, it's a slim chance that could happen for any of us, but obviously we'll work towards that. But my goal is after college is just to make sure I have a good uh, backup plan ready for me for no matter what happens. Uh, do I know what that backup plan is yet? Absolutely not. <laughs> Still got time to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I got a little time left of me. Uh, for myself, uh, I really want to play uh, in the NFL. That was a dream of mine since uh, I, I can't even remember. But uh, after football, I'm just I'm a social work major, so I, I want to help people. Uh, you know, work with uh, you know, con- uh, convicted felons and stuff. Just, uh, I mean, that's, that's one of my goals. So we'll that's awesome. Yeah, nice. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, so my dad actually was a college offensive lineman. He played <laughs> um, in, in D3 a long time ago. Yeah, true, um, but, you know, he, he always tells me, you know, oh, here, you know, this is when I watch the NFL, you know, their, their, their tactics are perfect. You know, they're always the perfect, every, everything look, looks amazing, but, you know, I always, I always kind of notice that as an off, off, offensive lineman, there's not really any major stats that go into it. Um, so, you know, how is it as an offensive lineman with, with a lot of, with, you know, with not not very many stats as, you know, other positions have interceptions or tackles or all that kind of stuff or, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, touchdowns, yards, all that kind of stuff. How do you, you know, how do you measure your success and how do scouts measure your success as an offensive lineman? I mean, a personal self-measurement is just self-pride in it, watching Tuck run down the field 80 yards from, like, an inside zone concept. But, I mean, scouts just, I mean, measure you, how you move someone from A to B and how you get the job done and your physicality and finishing. Yeah. I think, to be honest, I think it kind of sucks that we don't have stats and stuff. Like, we, we only get, like, bad stat, stats. If your, name, if, if your name comes up in, uh, on Twitter, it's because you either had a penalty or you gave up a sack. Yeah. So I think that's, that that kind of sucks uh, in some way, but you got to embrace and enjoy it. I think in in uh, another life, I'll be a wide receiver. That's what I think. I think I'll be a <laughs> – Maybe tight end. Yeah, tight end, wide receiver. But 
you know, I mean, it is an important position for sure. You know, it's just like the recognition wise, you know, yeah. Well, and also like, I mean, you're like, like, you're, you're, you're protecting the guy with the ball. So, you know, no, it is. And I I enjoy it. I embrace it. And, you know, I think it's one of the best positions in sports, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, I'll add on to that. Like for me, I learn about a lot of like NFL players and stuff through fantasy football. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, obviously all of those guys are like offensive players. And then like in some leagues you have independent defensive players, but you know, you can never draft an offensive lineman. You can never. So like, I, I simply just don't know as many offensive linemen as other positions, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I'm just saying like, you know, it's a different, a little different for fans. No, um, I, I yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's just do, let's go with a couple, couple more uh, lighthearted questions. So who would you each say is your funniest teammate? Teammate. It's, a, it's a tough question. It is a, a tough question, but I go with uh, Courtney Jackson. I think you just make uh, everybody laugh at any moment. So that's yeah. It's always good to you know lighten up the mood. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's my answer. I'm gonna go a blast from the past. That's six months past, but Abdul Adams was the funniest to me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> Abdul, bro. Okay, yeah, but so uh, in the past, Abdul currently. Courtney, because I'm doing on the scene All right. Um, <laughs> another one. Favorite celebration, you know? Oh, definitely chugging the beer with the quarterback and lineman. Yeah, I think that one was nice. That one. Yeah, would serve back and yeah. Garrett did it. Yeah, that was cool. Okay. Um, one more. One do. Um, all right. So another another pretty funny one. Um, the teammate you would least want to date your sister or daughter. Oh. Or or most want to. If, Either way. Or both. <laughs> Whatever uh, works best. Man, I say the least. Anthony Rudd. Uh, Anthony Rudd. And uh, I'll say, yeah, Anthony Rudd's a good answer. And the most, I got to find Sim. Uh, <laughs> I'll say probably um, what, Justin Barron. Justin Barron. Okay. Yeah. I'm not you? the most. They're all dirty. <laughs> They're all dirty. <laughs> I, I respect that. <laughs> um, good, right, good, res- yeah. good respect for you know living in your life. That's good. Yeah. So um, now we have. Oh, a- I'll go Dakota. Oh yeah, Dakota. Dakota's yeah. a solid okay. choice. Okay. Uh, for most. For most. Most want to. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now we just have like a more personal thing for each of you. Um, so for Chris, um, you obviously started off at University of Florida. Um, you got to play with some great players there. Um, but you know, like what, what are like the biggest differences between the two schools you've played at? And like, what was the process like for transferring? I think the biggest difference is obviously the climate. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. It was just weird. I came in there as a freshman with everyone, developed a lot of good connections and I transfer three years into college and trying to build connections with people already pre-established. I would say it was definitely tough for me at first, but uh, I mean, minus that, I just feel like, I feel like the social life at Florida just from the sunny weather and everything was just everyone kind of enjoyed it a little bit more than coming to New York where it's negative four on any given day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have a, I have a friend who goes to university of Florida. He's always just, 
out doing stuff. Yeah, same with yeah. my friend in Miami. Like, always like posting pictures with the with the palm trees and the yeah. outside. Yeah, it's cool and on the yeah, boat. I'm pub, pretty jealous. <laughs> we here in the cold, man. Yeah, know, but I'm, you know it does have its plus sides. You know you're. Facts, facts. You can go sledding, skiing. Oh yeah, all that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Up for on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then let's move over to you, Matt. Um, so you already talked a little bit about this, but like you grew up in Canada, mm-hmm. um, and I know you like kind of already answered this, but like, like what what were like other sports that were like maybe suggested to you and like. Like what was like? How did you ultimately like choose so, this? So the um in, in in Quebec and the rest of Canada, the, the big sport is hockey. Like they, they praise about hockey. They, they only want to talk about hockey. That's how they do. Oh yeah. Man. Like, but it's it, it's expensive though, and like it came as a play when like you grow up and you just gotta buy a pair of skates like every year. That's like you know that that's a lot, but um going and getting bigger and getting taller, you know, I figured that basketball would be a better option for me. And when I started playing basketball, I didn't really, like, you know, loved it like that. You know what I'm saying? Then I, I transitioned to uh, football because my coach, uh, when the coach of the school thought I had a body size and uh, the shape to play football. When I started, I hated it. But, you know, throughout the years, I loved, you know, Love, uh, love for the game. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, you know, a little. This one's going to be for both of you again. What's it like playing with with Tuck? Um, and you know, one of the the best college rushing teams, you know, out there. So uh, playing with Tuck, it's it's crazy because everybody asks us that's quite that question, but like Tuck is really a quiet guy. Oh yeah, that's, like like it's hard know, to get a conversation. A lot. It's yeah. hard to get a conversation going with Tuck, like. <laughs> It's fun though. He's a cool guy, but it's just like you're not gonna get much out of Tuck. Like, yeah. But uh, I mean, you gotta see it on the field. Like, oh yeah. Like, no celebration. Like, come on, dude. Over <laughs> thousand rushing yards. Like, yeah, you should. You know, say do a little sound. Like, but nah, he's a cool guy and he's humble. You, the thing that people don't really see, like behind like all the cameras, or everything. Like, he, he's a hard worker. You know, what I'm saying always putting the extra work in the training room, in the weight room, and you know he's. I think he's going to be a, one of the greatest running backs. Yeah. Matt pretty much summed it all up right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and um, I see he's on the track and field team now. Like, mm-hmm. you can just see he's he's always – he always wants to move. Yeah, he always he's, wants to – he's, he's all about work, you know. And he he's also very – you know, he he's never pleased with himself. He's always – <laughs> so he wants to do more. He yeah, always yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. – you know, from his Twitter, he always wants, you know, <laughs> even if he, you know, rush for – crazy amount of yards one game he's like you know i want more next game so mm-hmm. pushing I mean, himself that, that's how great players think and i think got everything going for him so yeah um yeah and i also want to mention like going off of that um like i feel like looking at schrader like he you wouldn't always expect that he's like this great rushing quarterback who like mm-hmm. you know goes for like 80 rushing yards in a game um so like this isn't really a question but i've just been very impressed um with that and i feel like you know putting the two of them together like you guys should definitely get more credit because you know you always talk about the quarterback the running oh yeah back. but you guys are blocking for them um, so no, right. so we are just, but sometimes they make they make stuff happen on their own especially yeah of course <laughs> when you get out that pocket for the stake yeah, 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 yeah. 
He's man, Gary's a great player too. So yeah. He takes control of the team for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh so let's talk about future goals. Um, you know, where do you see this team being next year? What what are the general goals for your next season? I definitely think we're trying to contend for the ACC championship next year. I mean, we have pretty much everyone back, a lot of returning starters. No reason why we shouldn't be at the forefront. And, like, coming off last year, we're, like, you know, we're three games away from being eight and four. And uh, I think that's what people don't really realize when they see our uh, – how close we were and yeah. all of them. You know, a lot of those games were close. They you know? see they see five and seven, but like they don't look at the record. We're at Florida State, we're 30 seconds away from from beating Florida State for the first time on their plays. We go to we Wake Forest comes out here and we go and, um, you know almost beat them in overtime. Over time they rank, you know, and then went to the ACC championship. Like who else? Uh Clemson were one of the field goal away mm-hmm. to go to overtime. Like all those games just that gave us a chip on our shoulder for next year. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's awesome to hear as a, as a you know as a fan. Yeah, and a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we got we, we got guys like Michael Garrett, you know, Tuck. Yeah, uh, I say Garrett. I'm, I'm at, uh, Garrett Williams, Garrett Schrader. Uh, we got a bunch of new transfers came in. Like wide receiver from Michigan State, CJ looks good. Is Courtney coming back? Courtney, Courtney Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Courtney Jackson gonna be there. Damian Offer. So I think, man. We're all said Deuce, you know, Deuce a young ball. We love you know, Deuce. He's got a great future. So, like, I think, well, you know, next year might be a special year, you know. Hope so, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's most of the the personal talk that we have. Um, I know you guys aren't, um, you know, too – you know, you maybe don't have too much time to follow the NFL because you have so much going on. Um but let's make some predictions for this upcoming weekend um, because, you know, these games will decide who plays in the Super Bowl, which is big. So the first game that we'll see is the Bengals at the Chiefs. Um, Zach, you want to go first with yeah. your prediction? Um, all right. You know, as much as I think the Bengals have been a shock this year, I think, you know, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow is awesome. You know, he's a young, young guy who's just, you know, yeah. showing everyone that, you know, the young guys can do it. Um I just think the Chiefs are too strong. Uh, their offense is really insane. You know, Patrick Mahomes has got, you know, has, has got has got it going. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think the Chiefs will take that. Yeah, so I'll go off of that. Um, before the season, I said it was going to be the Chiefs. I'm going to take my credit. I'm going to keep it going. Um, and there's no reason to stop now. Like they they just beat the Bills, who are a great team. Um, yeah, that was that was, crazy they, that, was that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that. I don't. Maybe they should change those overtime rules a little bit. But I, th- I think they should. You know, like I yeah. think it's just I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. yeah college overtime is it's, so much better. Oh, so much better. The A&M and LSU game, seventy. Oh my god! Yeah. Come yeah, on. insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all about just the fans having fun and just oh, getting sure. a chance yeah, exactly. and then, yeah. Um, so anyway, I have the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is gonna have an, another great game. And so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Chiefs too, even though I really want Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase uh, to make it happen. But I see uh, last week, you know, the offensive line struggled a little bit, and they're not catching a break this week with the uh, Chiefs defensive line. So I'm taking the uh, Chiefs. 
I think Joe Burrow is going to make it happen, honestly. <laughs> really? <laughs> right. <laughs> a gun swinger with that ball. Let's right. see it. I want some play in person. He kicked four to that. Let him shock us. That would be awesome. Yeah, no, they, they they really could go either way. Like these playoffs have been crazy so yeah. far. <laughs> um, and then the other game we have is 49ers at the Rams. Um, I will begin with this one, and uh, I'm gonna pick the Rams. Um, I gotta stay loyal to Cooper Cup, who was on both of my fantasy teams this year. He basically <laughs> won me four hundred dollars. I love that guy a lot. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, you know, my aunt is a Rams fan. Gotta go with them. And I, I don't think the 49ers have quite enough. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm the only go the same way. I hate I hate to pick two, you know, the, the, the two favorites, but you know, I think the Rams are the most complete team out there. And I don't think I don't think they have you know, I don't think they have it in them to lose to the 49ers right now. Maybe the Super Bowl, but not right now. I'm going with the underdog. <laughs> Give me the 49ers. <laughs> uh, I'll go with the Rams, too. I think their offense is, is, is special. They can do an offense. I think Cam, Cam Akers coming back definitely uh, gave, gave them more weapons uh, offensively. And I'll go, yeah, I said the Rams. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if it is Bengals 49ers, we will give you a special shout-out. We will. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, of course. Or even one of them. We'll give you a shout out. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. One, one of them is definitely possible. No, um, I mean, I mean, Fortnite is going to pull up. Yeah. Tom yeah, Brady's you prodigy, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you're going to learn to anyone, it's going to be Tom Brady. Yeah. You know? It's weird because, like, you know, he's not really doing much and they just keep winning. And, but it's you a find a way, man. <laughs> it's a great team, though. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of talent. So, um, I have two more quick questions that I just thought of. Um, the first one, um, I'm just wondering if for one play, you had to block Aaron Donald, uh, how, how would that go? Do, do you think you would stand a chance? I'm cut, uh, cut block, cut block, cut block. But I think I'm too competitive to just give up. You know, I'll try. So you, you would go out there or you would? I don't know if I was like too good. I'm saying yeah, yeah, I'll I, go out there and try my best, but you know, if my goal is playing the NFL one day, I gotta block the, you know, you don't have to worry about the, that right the, now. He's <laughs> getting cut. Yeah, I got I got block those type of guys. So I think I'll definitely go in there and try to uh, compete with him. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to give it your you know your best shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's like. That's part of what's cool about playing the line. Like it, it's just all effort. Like exactly. even if the other guy like has more skill and whatever, you know, you could always just go out there and make it happen. Yeah. So I, yeah, I respect that. Um, and then one final thing, Zach, you don't have anything else. No, I think correct? that's it. Okay. So I have one final one. Give me one breakout Syracuse football player for next season. Who, who do you think that, you know, maybe, we don't know too much about can just come out next year. It's going to play great. Javante Williams tank. We call him. Yeah. My receiver tank. Uh, I'll go with Marlo wax linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's my pick for next year. Cause I think our D line is going to be a little bit younger next year. And uh, you know, the linebacker is going to have to step up. And I think with Michael doing his job, I think Marlo wax definitely going to, Step up in there too. Yeah. It'd be great. 
Sounds great. Yeah. All right. So thank you guys so, so much for, you know, for coming on. Really appreciate it. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. Just um, thanks again. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, you know, if there's anything you need from us in the future. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's anything we can do, but you know. not right now, at least, um, you know, yeah, soon, you know. Though, soon though. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, thanks for having us. It was fun. Uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, thanks again for having us, y'all. All right. All right. Peace. Thank you. Peace.